Welcome to We'll Ride for Wine, a podcast about wine, writing, and song, but mostly wine and writing, with your hosts, Samantha Graves and Lonnie Diane Rich. Take it away, girls. Thank, Thank you, Wanda. Wanda. Welcome to We'll Write for Wine. This is Lonnie Diane Rich. And this is Samantha Graves. We're here to talk to you about wine and writing. Yes, and today's episode is our six-month retrospective. <sighs> Unbelievable. I know. Can you believe we've been doing this for six months? <laughs> it feels like only yesterday. <laughs> now, we hate to start the show off on a bummer note, uh, but we have to be honest with you guys. When we first started the show, between us, we agreed to take a look back every six months and make the decision whether or not we wanted to keep doing it. Right. Because you know those people who come to a party and don't want to leave? <laughs> We hate those people. Right. And the television shows <laughs> that should have stopped at like season five and kept going to season nine only yeah. to completely screw up the show. Yeah. That's just painful. <laughs> and we don't want to be those people. Right. We don't want mm-hmm. to jump the shark. We don't want to stay any longer than we're useful. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to keep going if it's no longer fun for us. Right. Mm-hmm. So every six months, Lonnie and I are going to reevaluate and decide whether or not we will continue. Right. So this is the first of those shows. We're mm-hmm. going to look back on what we've done for the past six months, decide if we've still got more stuff in us to talk about, um, and mostly decide if we're still having enough fun to warrant another six months. So right. we'll tell you our decision at the end of the podcast. Yeah. Okay. And we'll get to that later in the program. But first, we have wine. And I think we're going to need it tonight. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yes, we will. So what are you drinking tonight? Tonight, I'm drinking a 2004 Borsau Mm-hmm. Tres Picos. Ha-ha! You've got Spain. the trill and the R. That's very Spanish. Yeah, isn't it? I feel yeah. very international tonight. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. And it is a rich, uh, deeply colored and aromatic wine with concentrated flavors of blackberries, strawberries, and nuances of leather. <sighs> Vanilla and plums. <laughs> okay, really, wait. You know, I just wish they would take that word out. I mean, do they Leather. not? Oh, oh, oh. But did you get the email, though? We got an email from somebody at um, at the Will Write for Wine thing and I, <laughs> where it was a link to all the wine writers and why they wrote the way that they did. Did you uh, see that? No, no, I didn't. Somebody sent it or they emailed it. Maybe they emailed it to me privately. I don't know. I'll find it. <laughs> I remember okay. seeing that, and I was like, and they're like all the wine writers and whoever it is who sent that. Thank you so much, even though I can't remember who you are. Um, <laughs> all the wine writers who were sending us all this, uh, you know, or giving us all these weird like leather and minerals mm-hmm. and stony and earthy stony and all this kind and, of stuff. Oh, but there's actually a reason for Toasted all that. It's not. Toast. It's not just a, a big bunch of BS. Yeah. <laughs> Which well, I is thought there it like was. a I mean, dictionary? I mean, is there like a There's like a wine, wine writer thing. There was a yeah. website that explained it, and she sent me the link, and I didn't look at the uh, link, but I was so excited about it. And I, of course, because my brain doesn't function. <laughs> I don't know if I've told you about this. I'm not like other people whose brains actually work. Mine doesn't. So I don't remember exactly what it was. But <laughs> I was very excited about it. So whoever well, sent that, thank you. I'm going to check it out because I'm yeah. curious. Yeah, because the whole leather thing. Well, you know, and um, it, it makes you wonder if they just take all those terms and just throw them into a bucket and just reach their hand in and grab five. And well, say, I think it's okay, like Yahtzee. It I think that yeah. they've got little dice. Yeah. And they have, like, the leather written on the mm-hmm. side and stony and, like, minerals and, you know, blackberries yeah. and everything. And then they just roll them out and whatever five land on top, that's what they, yeah. they do for the Because I'm really not tasting the leather. Because it's kind of random. And if you me. don't get it, then uh-huh. you're like, you feel kind of gypped. You know, if you're right. not getting all the cornucopia flavors that they well, talk see, about. Well, see, I don't have the palate for that. You know what we need to do? What? We need to take a wine tasting class. That would be fun. Okay, we totally need to do that. Anyway, <laughs> once again. Back to the wine. <laughs> in tradition of the last six months, Lonnie has gotten us off on a tangent. 
<laughs> well, my notes are, yes. despite the fact that I do not taste any leather, uh-huh. I find it very, very good. Oh, and it's made good. of with 100% garnacha. Ooh. Uh, Gar- Garnacha? Yeah, Garnacha, Garnacha grapes. They're fabulous. Mm-hmm. Whatever they are, they're very, very good. Oh, it is okay. 14.5% alcohol. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, $12 a bottle. Mm-hmm. And I am going to give it a 4.5 glasses. Ooh, you're getting a little wild tonight. Yeah, I know I am. Doing the 4.5. That's very good. <laughs> I'm very happy with my wine. So. Right. Good. <laughs> so what Cheers are you drinking? You. Um, I am having tonight, in honor of our special show, I am mm-hmm. finishing off the very last of the birthday wines that you oh. sent me from mywinesdirect.com. Oh. Um, and I have to say something mm-hmm. about mywinesdirect.com. <laughs> I have yet to have a bad wine from these people i know <laughs> seriously I yeah. uh anyway i'm having a 2002 carneros topian chardonnay chardonnay <laughs> is it an ordinary it's, chardonnay is it a canary or is it a wine is it a canary is it a wine i don't know i don't know why is this red chardonnay <laughs> it's gonna be a long day chardonnay anyway it hails from sonoma county in california mm-hmm um, unfortunately, I don't think that my wine direct has it anymore because ah. I couldn't find it on their website. I found like, you know, old links to it and then I clicked mm-hmm. on it in Google. It would bring me to a new page. So I think that maybe they ran out. Or, or you know? they're picking up a different vintage or, or know, something like that. I can't find yeah. it. I can't find it anywhere. I mean, oh, I was looking bummer. all over the web for it and I can find it anywhere. It's really, really good, but I think it's all gone. Mm. Um, anyway, um, so these people, again, this, this particular vintage or whatever doesn't have their own website, which I think is a, a damn shame. Yes. Um, but anyway, it's 14.4% alcohol and it's, <laughs> I think it was around like $13 or something when I looked at that, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, the wine notes from barflymag.com are, um, because they <laughs> I don't have any on the actual bottle. Uh, pure, fresh fruit and a slight mineral edge give this cool Carnero Chardonnay, <laughs> sorry, a distinctly French accent. Oh, we, we, refreshing. <laughs> I shouldn't do accents. It's really bad. And a great wine with poultry, white meat, salads, or by itself. There so you go. poultry and white meat. They're like distinguishing between the two. So I guess they're talking about pork Isn't because that's poultry... the other white meat. It says. Great with poultry, white meat, salads, or by itself. So here I'm thinking, you got poultry and the other white meat is pork. Yeah. There's no other white meat. Not that I can think of. Right. Because <laughs> fish is considered itself it's a separate thing. It's not yeah. considered white meat. It's a separate thing. So like here, they used white meat instead of pork. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Anyway, just seems to me like two words for one. I'm a writer. I've got this whole, you know. Breaking it's that redundant. Down going on. It did. Thank you very much. Yes. Just poultry, pork, salads are by itself. <laughs> you know. Anyway, again, I'm going off on tangents. I don't mm-hmm. know what's wrong with me tonight. Mm-hmm. I took the kids to an open house, and my energy's all like since then. Yeah. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Anyway, my notes are. I like it. (laughs) It's dry. It's fruity. It's subtle. I almost feel bad for giving all those other wines five glasses because I like this so much more. Can I give it 5.5? No. (laughs) See, this is what you get for giving everything a five. Now, you're just going to have to pull a Nadi Komenichi and bring it down a notch. So you need to start, you need to reset your bar. All right, fine. Well, now I understand why you hold back. It's an excellent, excellent wine. I'm enjoying it very much, and I'm giving it five glasses. So No, I'll really? Pull the, I'll pull the Komenichi <laughs> next week. Yes, this is the wine against which I will measure all the other wines. Okay. Although I really did like the cobblestone, too. 
Mm-hmm. That was a five glass wine too. I mean, yeah, you I could don't have know. more than one. You know what? Okay. I'm, I'm just way too easy. But we're not going to change the scale, so <laughs> we're not going to add to the scale. <laughs> I, think I love it. It's not an A way, plus. I want an A plus plus. And by the way, I did make a three and a half wine glass. Icon. You did. Yeah, oh, I good. did. So now we have good. three and a half, just in case. Good. You know, because we never so. know. We never know when we might need to pull out. The- I'll never need it because I never go below four. <laughs> no, I think I gave one a three. I could be tough You know, maybe sometimes. we should go to, like, five glasses, the gold. <laughs> five glasses gold. <laughs> Let's make up a whole new scale. We're starting a fresh six months, right? Anyway. Okay, now that we know what we're drinking, we need to mm-hmm. talk about who we love this week. Time for shout-outs, shout-offs, and announcements. Well, this week, we've only got one shout-out between the two of us, and that's to... Our whiffers! Yay! Yay! For those of you who don't know what whiffers are, it's the name we gave our listeners one night after the podcast. Yeah, we've, we've been drinking. Right. And, and it kind of it stuck. So now we talk about you, we say whiffers. Yeah. But silly name aside, Lonnie mm-hmm. and I deeply appreciate you guys yes. doing the mm-hmm. podcast is a blast. Mm-hmm. But uh, you whiffers make it extra fun. You really do. You're mm-hmm. funny. You're smart. You don't give us a hard time when we can't answer your questions. <laughs> Which I'm always expecting nasty emails like, what are you two? You're useless. You know? I know. And I'm you waiting guys for the first so, one. They're so sweet <sighs> about it. You guys yeah. are so sweet about it. I really yeah. appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> and when we first started, I don't think we knew how much fun it would be. Mm-hmm. Because like our first show, we were like asleep or something. I don't know. It was like it was like so. Qu- I, I was like, to our blah, first show. Blah blah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. Was, I was like, to the other day too. <laughs> We had but, nowhere near the energy we've got now. I know, <laughs> but you get, and 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 our uh-huh. whiffers are a big part of that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the next time you guys have a glass in your hand, be sure to lift it to yourselves. You are the best listeners out there. Yes, we attract a good crowd. All right, we do. I'm raising my glass to the whiffers. Yeah, to the whiffers. All right, Woo-hoo. let me just. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I'm sure they love to listen to us drink too, drink, yeah. especially the ones who are driving or work our and glasses. they're like, oh, right. <laughs> Like, rub it in. Go ahead. I'm at work. <laughs> but I think that covers us for shout-outs and shout-offs. We will be back in a minute. All right. At Will Write for Wine, we take our civic responsibility very seriously. We don't want anyone getting into any trouble just because we made drinking wine look cool. So we'd like to make the following statements. We are cool. We just have to be drinking wine while being cool. It's not the wine that's cool. It's us. And you, of course, because you listen to us and you're obviously in the top 1% of cool. So you should be happy about that. And that's it. That covers it. But the public service announcement is scheduled for a full minute. So underage people get a Pepsi. No soup for you. And if you're planning on driving tonight, put the glass down. Not worth it. Also, never pluck your eyebrows when you've been drinking. That's a handy piece of advice. Oh, and if you put a bottle of Chardonnay in the freezer to chill it quickly, set a timer. A loud timer. Trust us, the last thing you want is a bottle of Chardonnay exploding all over your veggies. And if you're over the age of 35, no drinking games. You're going to have to trust us on that one. Okay, that's it. Time's up. Just remember, it's not the wine that's cool. It's you. And we're back. I'm Samantha Graves. <laughs> and I'm Lonnie Diane Rich. And we're in rare form already. <laughs> and this is Will Write for Wine. Last week, we put a call out for a truth or dare question. And we got one. Yay! Yay! It's from Sarah Carter. Sarah writes, Truth. <laughs> 
Okay, I wrote the script. And I just noticed as you're reading this, as I show everybody else, because I'm getting the visual part yeah, of the joke. Yeah. It's, I'm looking at the script and it says Sarah Wright instead yeah. of Sarah Wright. So I'm kind of editing as I and go. So, she's, so, I, so when you said it, you're like, Sarah, pause while I'm thinking about how long he's an idiot. <laughs> Wright. <laughs> All right, go ahead. You may, you okay. may continue. <laughs> Truth. Tell us your most embarrassing parenting moment. I thought maybe this would this should tie into writing somehow, but then during the humor show, you discussed how family humor is always funny because we all have families, so it ties into mm. writing somehow, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, it does. Sure it does. Dare drink Guinness Stout next week instead of wine. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, Sarah. I'm going to give you a pass on this one because I have no intention of drinking Guinness Stout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, you're right. Um, how funny your humor is is directly proportional to how relatable it is. And since there are a lot of moms out there in the demographic, embarrassing parenting stories do absolutely count as being writing related. Yeah. You really don't want to drink that Guinness Stout, do you? Oh, I'll work. <laughs> I'll work to not drink the Guinness Stout now. I know. Anyway, a long time ago, I actually used to keep a blog called uh, 20 Minutes because I forced myself to write for 20 minutes every day. Um, this was before I started writing professionally. It was basically kind of like an exercise to keep me writing. Mm-hmm. And actually, it really wasn't a bad idea. Maybe I should do that again. <laughs> okay, and this is why we had the longest A block ever. I know. <laughs> Am I going off on another tangent? Yes. We finished the A block, and then I looked at it. And I was like, oh, wow, that went long. Why'd that go so long? She's like, I don't know, Lonnie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. At one point during that time when I was keeping the 20-minute blog, I started blogging about how I made this joke like I was mother of the year, you know. Um, in other words, how I was totally incompetent as a mother. <laughs> I love my incompetent mother stories. It makes me feel so good. Anyway, over the years, I've told many Modi, which is mother of the year, ah, <laughs> stick with me, stories. That, gotcha. Um, I'm not even sure which one actually is the most embarrassing. Oh, no, 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 no. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Okay. A warning to those of you listening at work or around small children. <laughs> Last week, I accidentally cursed without realizing it. Didn't even realize it until I listened to it over again, like, the next day. And then we get this letter from this lovely woman named Tex who says, oh, I was listening with my kindergartner. And I was like, oh, wait, man. Wait, is Tex, is Tex a, a man Tex or a woman? a woman. Okay. I think she's a woman. She said DH, which is dear husband. Okay. I think, Tex, are you a man or a woman? We've already DH, screwed it up with Ambrose, I who know. has never written us back again. So, Ambrose has never written back to us I again, know. so I think we've upset him. I know. I don't know if it was the French comments so of when we nice. called him a woman. I have no idea what it was God. that would have possibly driven him away. <laughs> All right, back on All right. The, Anyway, yeah. back on track. <laughs> All right, so anyway, I'm just saying there's some non-FCC-approved language coming up, but mm -hmm. just a touch, and it's necessary for the story. So anyway. Um, I know I've played this down a bit in the podcast. I've been very subtle about this, but uh, we're big fans of Buffy the Vampire Slayer here at Casa Rich. Um, as such, when the musical came out, we watched it a lot, and we got the soundtrack, and we sang it all the time, and the kids loved it, and we thought, you know, as far as Buffy episodes go, it wasn't that bad violence-wise, so we let them watch it, and they listened to the soundtrack, and what's the harm, right? Mm -hmm. All right, so my mom comes to visit. And for those of you who don't know my mom, which I think is pretty much everybody, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> she is the polar opposite of me. Uh, she never drinks. She never swears. She's tidy. She's sensitive. She's polite. <laughs> Poor thing got stuck with me. I think it must be karmic. Anyway, so she comes to visit. She gets out the video camera to tape the kids, right, as grandmothers will do. So Sweetness, who was five years old at the time, 
gets hit with this brilliant idea. Oh, I'm going to sing for grandma. So she starts singing songs that contain these lyrics. I hope she's fri- I hope she fries. I'm free if that bitch dies, right? <laughs> Just very, very cute coming from a five-year-old. So as if that isn't bad enough, <laughs> after she sings the song, she screws up, and then she says in her sweet five-year-old voice, oh, shit. And I couldn't even blame that one on the soundtrack. So my most embarrassing parenting moment is actually on tape out there somewhere. And it happened again tonight. It happened again tonight now with light because Mm -hmm. we were at the open house. I was telling you, we went to the open house tonight, which is the, you know, the kids school thing, you know, and I go and I meet their teachers briefly and everything. We're walking by and there's all these tables and there's like the Girl Scout table and there's the PTA table and there's the library table. And then there's the Bible people table, (laughs) the after school Bible study group, right? So we're looking around. I couldn't find this one place that I was looking for in the library. And, you know, we, I was like, well, we're just going to go home. And Light looks up at me and she goes, because we can't find the goddamn library. <laughs> very, very loud. She says that right as we're passing by the Bible people, right? So I immediately, of course, start laughing. <laughs> because what else are you going to do, right? And so then I said, Celia, or I'm sorry, her name is Light. I said, Light. <laughs> A little nickname for the kid. Anyway, <laughs> you can't use that word. And she's like, what? Goddamn library? <laughs> Goddamn or library. <laughs> right. She wasn't sure which was the bad word. And she goes, well, I learned it from you. And I'm like, I know. But stop. So I had to drag her out of there. It was it was very, very bad. So now I've had actually another embarrassing parenting moment. Uh-huh. <laughs> All of it language related. <laughs> We're going to have to mark this episode as explicit. Anyway, I'm going to be, why did the B block go so long? (laughs) All right. So what about you, Sam? Do you have an embarrassing moment or are you going to drink some stout? I'm not drinking anything that makes me sound fat. (laughs) (laughs) So Mm -hmm. uh, my daughter was like two. And mm-hmm. I had her in the in the shopping cart at Walmart or Kmart or one of those places at Halloween time. Mm-hmm. Now, this was really her first Halloween, so she was pretty into yeah. it. And mm-hmm. uh, so we're shopping, and suddenly she points and says, Mommy, look, a witch. Mm-hmm. And I look over, and there's a really ugly old woman all dressed oh, no. in black. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so mortified, I kept trying mm-hmm. to shush her, but she kept saying it. Mm-hmm. Finally, the woman walks by and she gives me a dirty look and I'm like, I am so sorry. <laughs> and after she leaves, my daughter says, there's a witch right there. And she's still pointing in the same direction. So I look over and then I look up and there hanging from the ceiling is this huge witch decoration. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. So oh, that yeah. lady gave you a dirty look for nothing. Your daughter oh, yeah. wasn't even and I apologize for nothing too. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, my daughter thinks you're ugly. Oh my gosh! Well, see, that's nowhere near as bad as mine. Yeah, my kids are cursing all over the place. But my kids, she would have said, "Look, mom, a bitch," and I would have apologized, and then there'd be a dog. You know. Well, as long as we're getting the explicit rating, we might as well. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything else, I promise. Uh-huh. Not deliberately, anyway. Uh-huh. Accidentally, I just might. <laughs> I'm drinking. Anyway, okay. thanks a lot, Sarah. <laughs> and I think maybe that'll be our first and last Truth or Dare. Because <laughs> we won't have a choice. We won't be doing a podcast anymore. <laughs> oh, come on. 
on. So come and the shut FCC us down. The FCC is not going to shut us down. Yeah. <laughs> I already warned people to take their kids and grandma out of the place before they played this part. I did my part for polite uh, society. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Anyway, okay. each week, you know, we recommend something, music, mm-hmm. movies, books, TV shows, whatever, that we love so that we can share them with you. Right. And this week, we have one recommendation between the two of us, and that recommendation <laughs> is us. Yes! <laughs> see no reason for false modesty here every week we finish the show and we think wow we're brilliant yeah we usually think that because we've been drinking and then the next day we're like well we were at least okay no i still love us the next day i think we're great as a matter of fact it was between the show i was like i wish i was somebody else so i could hang out with us (laughs) no need for false modesty here we've done here in the mm-hmm. last six months. I, I love that we can have fun and also really kind of talk about the work and, yeah. and get into that. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. That's why this week we're recommending Will Write for Wine. <laughs> if you're new to the show, hit the website at willwriteforwine.com and you'll find the full archive of every single show up there. Right. <laughs> Even when we didn't answer your questions or we did terrible writer improv, oh. we always had fun. We and did. I think that counts for something. I think so. I think so. <laughs> so this week, without reservation, we recommend a great podcast called Will Write for Wine. Yes, yes, absolutely. Speaking of which, I think we could use some more wine, so we will be back in a flash. <laughs> a sexy international art thief with a license to steal and a past she can't escape. An ex-cop with a murder to avenge and nothing left to lose. A calculating killer launches a deadly game. From the heat of Havana to the streets of New York City, the race for justice is on. Sight unseen by Samantha Graves, now available at a store near you. Thanks for coming back with us. I'm Samantha Graves. And I'm Lonnie Diane Rich. And this is Will Write for Wine. Yay! Yay! Tonight's show is our six-month retrospective. Right. Like we said at the top of the podcast, Sam and I decided when we started that we would reevaluate every six months and decide whether or not we want to continue. So now it's time for us to talk about it. Right. What we've done right in the past six months, what we've done wrong, <laughs> and how much it all was, regardless. How much it all was? How much fun it all was? Oh, I wrote it. It's in there. That's not my fault. How much it all was. <laughs> all right. Well, let's start in with our with our discussion, our six-month uh, retrospective. Yeah. Like, okay. you, well, you know why I got a little confused? Because yeah. I was looking at the first line that you yeah. put in here, uh-huh. and it says, discussion points. Why did we start doing the podcast in the first place? Yeah. And I'm looking at the we. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's discuss that. Let's discuss how you got dragged in bodily to the podcast, because this is something that you keep bringing up. <laughs> let's go ahead and have a full conversation about this. Okay. All right. <laughs> Why did for, you uh, agree like to start doing it? I know. Yeah. For like a month. Lonnie's mm-hmm. like, we should do a podcast. We should. I didn't even know what it was. And then he Nobody starts sending me links. Nobody knows what it is. <laughs> he starts sending me the links, and you're yeah. like, you have to download iTunes, so like eight. 800 megabytes later, I've got iTunes. I know, but it's awesome, though. I mean, podcasts are fabulous. I I got into them, I don't even remember. I think it was This American Life. 
Mm. Because This American Life, for those of you who don't know, is fabulous NPR show that's on um, every week. And it is, um, it's some of the best documentary storytelling ever. Cool. Any, you know, mm-hmm. video, audio, whatever you want to put it on. It's the best stuff out there. And um, I really got into This American Life and it was on there. You know, I, I used to listen to it from their website. I would stream the audio from the website. And then, you know, at one point, you know, I found out that they were doing a podcast, that they were, you know, uh, making it available in the form of a podcast. And I had seen like podcast every now and again, you know, mm-hmm. but I had no idea what it was and it was too complicated right. for me to figure out. But for This American <laughs> Life, I was going to go through the effort to figure out what a podcast was. So I went and I I found it and then I went on iTunes and I downloaded it. And then I went and I just started searching through iTunes and I was like, oh my God, this is incredible. Like all this, I mean, there's like, there's a million podcasts out there and granted, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of them are really kind of bad. And some people Mm -hmm. do like two podcasts and then don't update for like months on end. And, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people who are like, you know, whatever, but I mean, there's some really fabulous stuff out there. And so I started listening to it and I just was amazed by it. And I have to tell you something. This is something that I, I, you know, it's going to sound a little woo woo and it's weird, but I have always known I was going to do a radio show. And I have, I have a really good friend of mine who will tell you, she's my best friend, Tracy, from college. We've been friends. She was one I was talking about last week with the moose. She was the one that I was in the tent with with the moose. And Tracy and I have been through everything together. And I remember years ago telling her that, like, I know someday I'm going to do a radio show. And I really think it's going to be you and me, you know, because, like, I could just see us together doing a radio show. And we talked about it and joked around. She was an actress, you know, so she was kind of more mm-hmm. into the performing than I was. And I was always behind the scenes. Like, my background was in television, radio, and film. That's what I got my, my degree in. So I've done audio work before but I've never been I'm never on air you know I'm always behind the scenes Mm -hmm. and, and I do that kind of work and so um but once this podcast thing came up and I came up with the idea and I was trying to think of different ways to do it. I was talking with the girls at Literary Chicks and I was like, oh, you know, I really want to do a podcast. But it was so complicated and there's six of us and, you know, it would just be so much work and effort. And I just, you know, didn't want to do that. And it was just it was just too much. It was too much for all six of us to do together. And then, um, you know, I kind of let it go for a little while. And then one day I just got suddenly hit with this inspiration <laughs> That you and I would do such a great podcast together because we're so different. We're so, we're you know, so we get different. along so well. We have so much fun together. You know, we've always had a good time. Yep. And, um, and so I brought it up to you. And, you know, honestly, as much as we joke about it, I don't remember you being that hesitant. You know, like, I think that you felt the hesitancy more than maybe you expressed it. I think deep inside you were like, I don't really think I want to do this. And I was just like, I don't care. Like, I was not sensitive to anything. I knew this was going to happen. I knew I wanted to do it. The second I thought about doing it with you, I was like, yes, that's it. I just, you know, you get this resonance inside when you know you're on the right path. And I just Mm -hmm. got that resonance when I thought about the two of us doing this together. And so it never even occurred to me once I got the idea that you would have any hesitation that we wouldn't do it. I think I just completely ignored any hesitation you had (laughs) because I'm such a good friend and I'm so sensitive to your feelings. (laughs) Well, and and really when you asked me, I was, I was terrified. Oh my gosh. I was absolutely terrified because, well, because of all the things that I've done, I mean, speaking, you know, it's, at least it's not in public, you know, I'm in my house, you know, and Mm -hmm. all that. So it's not so bad. But even, um, you know, the thought of me speaking on the radio, Mm -hmm. I didn't think that I had the voice for it or the personality for it or all those things. Uh So, oh, thank you. But, um, but it's funny because, uh, and we were talking about this, you know, the first show, Mm -hmm. I listened to the first show this week 
And I'm like, I was like so quiet. You were very quiet. And so reserved. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, and I'm thinking, oh my God, now all these people know far more about me than they ever wanted to know. (laughs) They're probably saying, okay, shut up already. Oh, I love it. I love it. Because, you you know, you are, um, I mean, I don't believe this will be a surprise to anybody, a little more reserved than I am. You know, I'm I'm kind of just one of those people that gets really loud at parties. You know, I'm just, yeah. I mean, you know, and I've never had a problem getting up and speaking in front of people. And I've always been, I mean, because I, I, I really think like generally people worry a, a too much about what people think about them. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, one of the things that I, and I realized this in college, I, I was very insecure in high school, as we all were. I mean, let's right. face it, you know. Oh, yeah. And high I actually, <laughs> I remember myself as being very shy. And very mm-hmm. quiet and very reserved. Although a friend of mine from high school, like a few years back, had emailed me because he'd seen, you know, one of my books out or had found out that I was writing books and everything. And he was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it's you. And he wrote me. And he's like, you know, and he read my blog. And, of course, like now I feel like I'm more myself than I was back then, you know, that I'm, right. I'm more, you know, I'm out. I'm like I'm the person that I, I, I wanted to be, you know, that I'm outgoing and, you know, and I screw stuff up and I don't care about being perfect. I've given mm-hmm. up on that. So it's really wonderful to give up on that and just embrace your flawed self. It's a beautiful thing to do. Everybody Yes, I've had to do that over the past six months. <laughs> right. But anyway, so he had emailed me and he had said, you know, oh gosh, you're just like I remember you in high school. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> it took me another but 17 maybe... years to become this person. I've worked hard to be this person. When I was in high school, I didn't, it was like a fly on the wall. Like I didn't, you know. But maybe, maybe yeah. now you feel, now, now you feel like this is the person you want, want to be. Right. You know. Right. So maybe it's inside you and it's not so much, you know, yeah. maybe you're, the, maybe you are outside the same person, mm-hmm. but inside you've accepted Inside it. I've accepted, I've accepted. Right. Yeah. That right. part of me. That's but I mean, true. I've, you know, so I've never really had a problem. I guess, you know, the, a tangent I went off on, but I mean, I've never really had a problem like, you know, doing a podcast, <laughs> knowing that, you know, so many people are listening or getting up and talking mm-hmm. in front of people. Like I've just, I've never had a problem with that. And I don't really think that anybody should, I don't. And the reason why I don't feel like anybody should is because I think that everybody, um, we all judge ourselves too harshly. You know, I mean, somebody gets up and talks. I'm going to listen to what they have to say. I'm not, Mm -hmm. you know, unless, unless you say something really horrible. I mean, if you're like Hitler, you know, and you're (laughs) suggesting that we do horrible things in the name of the Hitler youth. Well, yeah, then there's going to be a problem with that. But I mean, you're not doing that. Again, yeah. I bring up the Nazis. It's me and the Nazis. I've always got the Nazis. <laughs> She's writing out the apology thing. Hitler, all the Hitler people. I don't apologize to Hitler. But I mean, you know, so, like if you're not saying anything truly terrible, you know, I'm going to listen to what yeah. you have to say, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and people, I think, uh, should stop feeling so bad like about themselves. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like you are fabulous. You are fabulous on this podcast. <laughs> Thank you. You really, I mean, everybody right in. No one is more surprised is. than me. But you're really good. Like, it never even occurred to me that you wouldn't be fabulous at this. And and so the mm-hmm. idea that you had all that well, hesitation. And see, but that's the thing is that you see me completely different than I see me. And I think, you know, I, 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 what's uh-huh. nice about the podcast is I, I really have, I think, had to face that and accept just who I am. But you're wonderful. You know, so I mean, that's the thing oh, is that you. you're, you're really, I mean, you're a, a thousand times better than I am. You know, I'm the one with no hesitation. Like, yeah, let's do it. You know, but I mean, you are, <laughs> no, you're not. so, you are, you're so good. You never say anything stupid like Hitler. You never, you know, well, I, say, I did offend I the yarn people stuff. that oh, one time. Oh, right. Oh, right. <laughs> one time you 
said you weren't into knitting, and that's your big offense. I said it's just yarn. Yeah, you know I did me? get an email on that. Yeah, you know, I've got the, how many people have I offended where I've said stupid things? I mean, I, I can't even count all the stupid things I've well, said on the show. What's nice is we really haven't gotten a lot of negative emails, no, which none. is which is good because people are fabulous. You guys are so forgiving, I and know. I mean that's the thing. Like if I can come on here and I can talk the way that I talk and say the stupid mm-hmm. things that I don't even mean half the time. I say stuff I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm like, Ugh! you know, just blabbering on, and then I think, oh gosh, I didn't really mean that, you know, and it's terrible. <laughs> like the Princess Bride thing, I was listening to that the other day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Princess Bride. What did you say there? Oh gosh, it was terrible. I was talking about. Um, we were talking about uh, Prince Humperdinck. Yeah. And I was like, he's gay. He's totally gay. Oh. And he's pretending he's not, you know. And my problem with him was not that he was gay. Like, gay is, yeah. there's no, and I hate to say that yes. Seinfeld thing because it sounds really terrible, but there is nothing mm-hmm. wrong with being gay. I mean, there's really nothing wrong with it, you know. It's yes, just, it's who right. you are and embrace that and life's mm-hmm. short and have a good time. As long as you're not hurting anybody, it's fine. But, um, yeah. but I mean, the thing is that, like I said, you know, he's gay, he's gay and he should, you know, and then I was like, oh gosh, I'm saying it like there's something wrong with being gay. And the fact is that yeah. I was like, it's not being gay that's wrong. It's not accepting but, who you are that's wrong. I mean, right. he was obviously madly passionate for the six finger man. The two of them should have just mm-hmm. gone off and gotten it on. <laughs> And left everybody else alone, and things would have been fine in Princess Bride. Then we wouldn't have had a movie. Exactly. I know. I know. I know. But still, like, I mean, those are the kinds of things that I say. I make jokes Mm -hmm. about Nazis and Hitler's youth. I mean, I sound like an idiot, you know. And you're like (laughs) so good. And and... no, we are not redoing the segment. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. Damn it. I curse. Oh, I teach yeah. my children oh, to curse. I mean, I'm, I'm horrible. <laughs> you know, and I go off on these tangents and everybody's like, well, Would you just shut up and talk about writing again. And <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, and so I suck at this. You're a thousand times better than I am. And yet I'm the one with no hesitation. Like that cracks me up. <laughs> but the thing is, um, you know, when we actually started doing this, um, the whole thing about putting the sounds together, you figured all that out. Oh, well, that's my background. This podcast I went to would college not for exist. That. If you hadn't figured all of that well, out. right, because you were terrified of the very idea. Of course it wouldn't exist. <laughs> but, you know, and I can, yeah. I, and I'm like, I'll do the website. Oh, but I you did that. You were amazing. That. I mean, this is the thing. Okay. That. This is the thing. Like, I, you know, I've got a technical background, so I do a lot of stuff, you know, where I'm like usually the person who knows the website and all of that. Mm-hmm. So here I am with Sam, and I'm treating her like everybody else that I've ever worked with, who usually mm-hmm. doesn't know the technical side of things. So I'm like... By the time I've started explaining, you know, this is what you do, and this all I had to do was give her a username and a password, and I haven't had to do anything else. I mean, she did the logo, and you put everything together, and I was like, oh, my God. You know, it was amazing. Yeah. Like the day you said, you know, we should do a MySpace. I know. An hour hour later, it was up. And I mean, that's the thing. Like, I never, I never, I'm always the one that ends up doing that stuff because usually I'm the one with that background. I mean, it's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. Some people don't have a technical background. And I say, God bless them. I wish I didn't because I would have a lot less work to do. But, um, but, you know, I mean, so like I put together at the end of the show, Sam does all the website stuff and I do all Mm -hmm. the audio editing and I put the show together and I, I, I upload it. Which is the hard part. No. They're both hard. My part's the easy They're part. They're both hard. Oh, oh no, shut up. Yeah, anyway, yeah. but I mean, she's amazing. <laughs> like, you know, you did the logo. Usually I end up doing all the design, all the work, mm-hmm. everything. And then like this, it's like all I have to do, I don't even have to say it. I just think, wow, wouldn't this be cool? And the next thing I know, 
Sam's like, I did it. It's done. But she sends me an email with here, a link. You know, here, here are our our business cards. I know, I know. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's amazing. I love, love, love working with you. And oh, and I mean, that's uh, that's the thing is that you're. It just it astounds me that you had that hesitation about the podcast because you're so good. <laughs> you're so good, and you're so well, excellent. You're something... so organized, and I'm not. I'm terrible, and I know I'm horrible. I feel really no, bad. No, actually, actually, uh, you know, once we started, uh, you know, breaking out into blocks right. and stuff, mm-hmm. and that helped a lot. Yeah. I mean, that helped me. It mm-hmm. helped me wrap my brain around what it's like to actually do a radio show yeah. and that type mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. And what, what I find really interesting about podcasts mm-hmm. is that it really has brought radio to to the people. Oh, right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's been great. Well, I love I that. Mean, I mean, people are really, listening to really us in like excellent. Portugal, like Matt I from know. Portugal who said he has $2 wines. I'll give you my address, Matt. You can send me. I, <laughs> I totally will. I want those like, $2 I feel Portuguese wines. so much for wine. <laughs> but I mean, people in Portugal and people in Australia, like, people are listening to us mm-hmm. all over the place. And I love the fact that, oh my gosh, the best thing that ever happens. And this kind of feeds into the next discussion point, which was what yeah. did we hope to accomplish? Mostly right. what I hoped to accomplish at the beginning was that I just wanted to do, <laughs> I just wanted to have some fun. <laughs> I was tired of blogging. So I said, let's do a radio show, you know. What's next? Uh, right, exactly. Like, just because it's, it's fun and it's different, it's exciting, and it sort of feeds into my background. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how everybody has a, you know, college degree they can't use, you know. I worked on <laughs> TV for a while, and now I'm a writer. I'm like, I really, you know, I, like, put television sets sometime in the book. But, I mean, that's And that, you, you won't know. even write about TV. No, I did. Which makes me crazy. Well, I did. I wrote. Well, she a little, worked you had, on TV you had a videographer. She and that was a producer. It. She was a producer. But, you know, oh, she was? Yeah, okay. she was a producer. But that's a, you know, right. but I mean, like, it's hard to write about stuff that you actually work mm. in. I mean, TV's interesting yeah. to people who haven't worked in it. Once you've worked in it, you're yeah. like, oh, my God. But, um, <laughs> but you know, what, I, okay. what I'm getting back to, though, is that one of the things that, you know, that I would hope to accomplish, although I wasn't thinking about it at the time, is the, the fact that we're actually useful to people. Like, we've yeah. gotten letters from people who've actually been able to I move know. forward in their work because of something that we talked about, which to me is beyond, I mean, that's, and those letters. You guys have no idea how much how excited we get yeah, over those. Letters. You can't imagine. I mean, really to hear from cause... somebody that something you said made a difference in in their ability to write and to do. I mean, that's mm-hmm. amazing. Well, and you know, I mean, it's one thing. You know, we have a lot of fun, mm-hmm. we and, and, and we <laughs> we really do. But writing is so hard. Mm-hmm. If you're not a writer, you don't understand. Right. Mm-hmm. You just don't understand mm-hmm. what it's like and the and the struggles and the challenges oh, and the mm-hmm. obstacles that you have to overcome mm-hmm. and all the internal fear. As writers, oh, right. we don't mm-hmm. produce things. Right. We don't exactly. make widgets. Exactly. You can't There's look no at the material end of the day. to work from. Mm-hmm. All the material is coming from our souls. Right. You know, and that is such a hard thing to do. So, mm-hmm. so if we can help other writers, and and you know, the thing is, we've been helped. Oh my gosh! You know, Absolutely. both of us have oh, yes. have had mentors mm-hmm. and people, you know, who you ask a question for, and it's a really stupid, like novice question. Right. You know what I mean? I know. And you know, and know. and and. and, and they still, they stop, they take the time, they explain it to you, they mm-hmm. help you out. Mm-hmm. Thousands of times that has happened to me. Oh, yeah, I know. And it's just you know, amazing that, you know, I mean, I don't... To give back well, is really nice. Well, right, that we do this thing. I mean, honestly, you, have no, you guys have no idea how much we look forward to Thursday night. <laughs> 
Oh, all no, week I, we're like, I, I can't know. wait. Is it Thursday yet? Because that's when we get together and we drink and we talk and we have a really good time, you know, kind of connecting yeah. over this stuff. And it's so much fun for us. And the idea that we can do something that rewards us so much on the front end, you know, just the producing yeah. of it is so much fun. And then mm-hmm. that it can actually be helpful to someone yeah. that something we said might actually, you know, help somebody finish their manuscript or get working on a oh, new yeah. idea or, or get published right, or get yeah. published or anything. I mean, it's just, it's amazing to me that we're actually helping people. <laughs> we're just having a good time. <laughs> it's just, so, I mean, that's one of the things like I, you know, cause the, the question is, what do we hope to accomplish? And the thing is, I don't really think that I had in mind you know, a goal about that we would really be helping people just that mm-hmm. we would talk about the things that we do every day, you know, kind of process right. what it is that we do as writers or the things that we've learned and over the, the past, learned, you know, right. nine or 10 years or whatever, yeah. that, you know, the information that we've gleaned, mm-hmm. the knowledge that we've acquired right. so. and that that might be helpful yeah. to somebody. I mean, it is just a- mm-hmm. amazing to me. I mean, yeah. that's the most humbling yes. thing. Like whenever we get a letter yeah. from one of you guys that, that, that oh. you've actually, gotten something out of this aside from listening to us get drunk and chat <laughs> laugh. <laughs> you know i mean that that is the most the amazingly best. rewarding thing to yeah. know that and it's we save helpful. and just so you all know mm-hmm. we save every single email yes. mm-hmm. every single email mm-hmm. we save them all we've got them all yes and we talk we've about them, them too whenever yeah. you guys yeah. email us we're like did you see this <laughs> you know we get really excited it's so nice it's so wonderful and everybody has been amazing like we haven't gotten i mean of course you know like once you get a big big listenership you know i'm sure there have been people like you suck you know but we haven't gotten like a single negative the people who are listening to this podcast are fabulous amazing smart wonderful people yes i mean it's just i'm i'm so i'm so writers and 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 readers right you know it's funny because i actually did a book club uh earlier this week Mm -hmm, and so mm -hmm. they're all readers Mm -hmm. And, um, and we were, they were doing sight unseen, mm-hmm. but we ended up really not talking about the book much. Right. They were so fascinated with the whole business yes, mm-hmm. and the whole process. Mm-hmm. And they were just amazed about the writer process and the business side and mm-hmm. everything. So, so we hope that we, that we're also able to, um, you know, reach some readers too. Oh, and, right. and mm-hmm. um, yeah, so that's how it's good. It's very, it's very cool. Right. It's just a very cool thing. So how is mm-hmm. it different from what you expected? Um, well, I, I guess that I, I'm surprised that I enjoy <laughs> actually listening. I'm not dragging you through to this. the podcast <laughs> afterwards. And I'm, I think I'm really proud of, of the work that we've done mm-hmm. for the past six months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and I think that I've learned a lot about myself yeah. actually doing oh, it. Uh-huh. And I've become, I think a lot, um, maybe, you know, a, a lot more comfortable with it okay. and with myself and, and all of those things. Do you and feel I, more and confident? I'm actually, I do. And I actually am surprised how much knowledge, how much writing knowledge I have accumulated since I started. You have that, no I think, idea. You know what? I'm so excited to hear you say that because it's one of the things <laughs> like you guys have no idea what it is to hang out with this woman who's amazing, has no idea. <laughs> You know, and I mean, I think that I'm so glad that we did this. I'm so glad that we did this because it's so great to hear you say, you know, I am a good writer. You know, I am, I'm good. I know what I'm doing. I Not mean, publicly, but I'm <laughs> But you know, I mean, yeah, I feel like I'm, you say it. 
We've got a, we've got a pod. <laughs> we've got some ideas about that. Yeah, but I mean, like we do. We're yeah. gonna do a whole show on. I that. know. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make yeah. you say. I mean, it. not on me being a good writer. I mean, on you know, oh, on we'll that get, subject. We'll get of, to it. on the subject of how nobody can ever say they're a good writer. You know, and, and yes. that kind of thing. But anyway, so I'm, I'm yeah. just I'm very excited that you've got. Mm-hmm. That this has given you some more confidence. I'm really glad that I didn't yeah. recognize and your how, fears. How about you? Have, has <laughs> I was given... very insensitive to your your hesitation. <laughs> I'm glad I was such an insensitive friend. Uh, has this increased your confidence? Uh, <laughs> okay, you know what? Here's the thing. My confidence does not come from the, oh, I'm so great kind of thing. My confidence uh, comes from the fact that I'm no worse than anybody else. And I'm no better oh, than see, anybody else. You like, can't say you're a good writer either. No, I'm a great writer. I'm a fabulous oh. <laughs> writer. Don't get me wrong. But no, but I mean, my confidence in myself as a person, Yeah. I, you know, because here's the thing, like, I will look at somebody else and I will say, you know, I will cut them slack. And I, I think that when you treat mm-hmm. yourself differently from how you treat other people, right. then that, that's where there's imbalance. You know, I embrace Mm -hmm. you and all the things that are wonderful about you and all the things I, (laughs) and I love, and all the flaws. I love people for their flaws. And I was talking to Sam about this earlier is that I think this is why I am so confident in myself and why I, because I love people for their flaws. And that's where I write my characters from, from their flaws, Mm -hmm. because I think that that's what makes somebody really human. I am an incredibly flawed person. And I love that. I don't, I don't want to be perfect. I don't like perfection. I mean, I think if your flaws are like, you know, hacking people up and leaving them in your basement, then you've got flaws that like maybe we don't want to deal with. But normal, ordinary human – oh, do we have to apologize to serial killers now? Okay. <laughs> <No>. Anyway, <laughs> we have to apologize to the Nazis for crying out loud. Unless, of course, they start stalking you and then we've got a problem. In which case, we've got a problem. But, um, but you know, I mean, like the thing, like regular, ordinary human flaws, the kind of things that we beat right. ourselves up for ridiculously, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, and those are the things that I think that make us interesting. And I think the perfection yeah. in itself would be just a perfection is boring and there's nothing interesting mm-hmm. about that. And it doesn't tell you everything that you do right. Doesn't tell me anything about you. It's the stuff that you do wrong or that you try to fix or that, you know, that you mean well, and that you have the good intentions that screw everything up. I mean, those are the kinds of things. I mean, you as in Sam, but I mean, you as like everybody, you know, that those are the things that I really, I love, you know, that I just, I love, I love the fact that you've got a, a Excel sheet for like everything, you know, <laughs> I mean, I love that you, I mean, I love that stuff, you know, I mean, that stuff just kills me and I think, and it's yeah. not a flaw, but it's, it's kind of funny, you know, Yeah, it is. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I'll so I mean, it. those are all, those are all things that I, I just, I find really interesting that I love about mm-hmm. people. And so those are the things that I embrace in myself. And I think that maybe because I embrace my flaws, you know, mm-hmm. um, I, I mean, I do try to change things that are really bad about me. I mean, I've got a lot of things that I would like to change, but, but still, like, I think that that's what kind of l- lends itself to the confidence. Okay, cool. I think. So anyway. Okay, so now we, we have to... to talk about Wanda. Oh, Wanda. And why we have our own announcer. I love, because I love Wanda. Well, we have our own announcer because Lonnie got her. <laughs> I got her. Because <laughs> if it was me, we wouldn't have her. <laughs> right. Well, okay. See, Wanda is a good friend of mine from years ago. And those of you who read mm-hmm. Time Off for Good Behavior, the um, the opening scene was given to me by, by Wanda. That was actually a scene from her life. She'd actually gotten blown up in a gas explosion. It's a really, really <laughs> funny story. But she wasn't, like, burned. No! She was, she was she just seriously hurt. Just a little singed, okay? She was a little okay? singed. 
Because she was a little singed, but she tells, but the way she tells the story, she makes it funny. And then you tell it to other people and you're like, oh my gosh, it's time. My friend got blown up in a gas explosion. It was so funny, you know, and people don't really respond to that very well, but, um, but it really was. And so she told me the story about how she was, um, testifying in a courtroom about this, you know, this explosion. And, uh, and then it's just a really, so that's what I use for the opening of Time of Good Behavior. So I named the main character, uh, you know, after Wanda and she and I've been really, really good friends for a long time. She's fabulous. She's done voice work for me. We worked at a television station together. She did a lot of my voice work for my commercials and I love her voice and I Mm -hmm. love everything about her. And she's one of my favorite people on the planet. And so, um, when we, when we started to do this and we were thinking about it and, you know, I come from a television and radio production background. So of course, you know, I wanted to do it with as much quality as we could get, you know, and make it really sound like a real show, you know? Right. And so I thought, well, it'd be so wonderful to have Wanda do these spots for us. And she's working at a radio station. So, you know, I just had her record this stuff for us. And we've actually got a whole bunch of new spots that she just did for us that we're going to be in premiering the show tonight. Oh, my God. They're so good. So, um, you know, I just thought it would kind of give the show a a sense Mm -hmm. of, and also we've got all these different segments so we, we've got kind of places to put everything. And so I thought having Wanda in there would make that really nice. And right. I, I just love right. sharing that with her. I love having her be a part of it. Yep. So. And she's, she's so great. The she's new, fabulous. oh, the new spots just totally rock. I, I was love her. Freaking out when I heard them. <laughs> I love her. She's so great. I love her. So. Um, okay. So we're going to talk about our favorite moments. Okay. What was your favorite moment? My favorite moment. Oh, my God. You know, we've had so much fun. <laughs> a lot fun. of good stuff. We really have. The Flaming Skulls. <laughs> it was just so funny. The dreaded D-Block. Oh, the right. Damn It show. Oh, the Damn It one. Where were we so cranky? <laughs> I love that one. You know, the personality types. You know, right. Like, oh, that was Like great. when Lonnie talked me into doing the podcast. Like, I know, right? <laughs> But I think my favorite one was that stupid drinking game. Oh, man, I know. I sh- <laughs> 50 Ways. It was our first 50 Ways, wasn't it? Yes. Oh, my gosh. It was such a riot. And I still listen to that, and it just cracks me it up. It is. It's fabulous. It was so it much was fun. We so- got so toasty that night. And we were putting together, because like, we stay on the phone after the podcast is done. We put together the show. Oh, yeah, show. for like two hours, yeah. We were just, I remember that night, too. I remember we were on the phone, and we're doing this, and I'm like, I love you, man. Like we were that's how drunk we were. We got into the whole I love you man thing, you know, which is you're always really, really drunk when you do that. Oh my god. That was great. My, so how about you? Oh my favorite moment was um the fifty ways to torture your characters. Oh yeah. The fifty ways which I think was that our first fifty ways? I don't know if it was our first. I don't I don't know if it was the one it might have been no, the same the one where we game. got drunk. That was yeah, the drinking it game. Is. The one yes, with torture that was the drinking game. And yes. the reason I love that so much is because you came up with amazing stuff. Oh. I mean, I came up with like, oh, she loses her job, <laughs> you know, and I was making jokes. And you were coming up with this amazing, I mean, if you guys, anybody listening to this has not listened to the Torture Your Characters one, download it because yeah. craft-wise, I think that was the one that I learned the most from. Like, you came really? up with such amazing stuff. Well, you know, I and I worked on that all week. You were so good. I, I was so flipping about it because I'm so flipping lazy. <laughs> You know, Sam works no, on everything she organizes, everything she thinks about it. I'm like, but five we minutes write very podcast. different, you know, very different books. As yeah, that's no excuse as for my, as my least, my least favorite mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was the, the least building? favorite? The building the hero episode where we just spent we most of the so well, we spent about twenty minutes arguing yeah. about about it, and finally, I'm like, fine. I know if I was writing it, <laughs> but see, 
you know, and actually that's my least favorite moment too, for because it was so bad. We didn't come up with anything good. And we, we, were so, we were so busy fighting with each other. We have to redo that one. Yes, well, no, we here's why I think that one is valuable though. I want that mm-hmm. one to stay the way it was. I don't want to redo oh, it, it because, be valuable, um, because it's, very, it's it. very valuable. <laughs> I don't want to redo it. We'll fight about that later. But I think it's really valuable because we were both not thinking about story. We were thinking about mm-hmm. being polite to each other. And actually, which started the fight, which is ironic enough. But um, <laughs> but I mean, because you wanted to to include things that were funny and quirky and, and mm-hmm. my style of writing. And I right. wanted to do what was your style of writing, which is this, you know, dark yeah. romantic suspense kind of, you know, stuff. And we were both so busy trying to accommodate each other, which is where we're not thinking about story. And the fact right. is that we didn't, we didn't, we didn't serve the story. And I think it's a great mm-hmm. example of the things that get stuck in your head. And, you know, reasons that you're writing something or that you're creating the story that has nothing to do with the story. Because after I said fine, if I was writing it, and the you whole came up thing with some came great out stuff. like exactly. in like one paragraph, it was exactly. all it was and all you, done. It was all done. It was good, but only because I was like, no, you know, we were fighting about yeah. that so much, and so I think that that was really valuable, actually, mm-hmm. as illustrating, because mm-hmm. there's so many times where you're writing and you're thinking about, you know, what's going to sell and what's in the market, and you know, what are people going to want, and what blah, blah, blah. And the thing is that none of that matters. What matters is that you write the story that only you can write. That's right. And I think that actually, even though that was my least favorite moment too, because it was just so mm-hmm. bad, it was so painfully <laughs> cringing bad. But, um, but I think that it's a really good illustration of how you need to serve the story. Right. You know, and, and not anything It always else comes down to story. Right. It does. It does. Story it's is everything. It's the most important thing. You yeah, always have is. to serve story. Mm-hmm. So, well, That's now right. that we talked about our favorite moments, we thought we uh-huh. would play a little audio montage of what we've done for the past six months. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Welcome to Wool Ripe for Wine. This is the initial inauguratory. Is that word? Inaug- Inaugur- inauguratory. <laughs> Somebody look that up. Get back to us. Yeah. What kind of superhero was this? This was a uh, uh, Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider is I don't understand. Yeah. Like he rides ghosts. What does he do? <laughs> no. He, <laughs> what's, his, um, what's the superpower? He rides a motorcycle and his head's on fire. So you kind of have to see it. Wait, alt, alt. (laughs) He rides a motorcycle and his head is on. uh, How actually is kind of like like, that's an emergency situation. (laughs) It's not a superhero quality. We fascinate ourselves, people. We're going to continue to fascinate ourselves. That sounds dirty. That sounds really dirty. That's not what I mean. You guys, get your head out of here. Fascinating yourself, I'll fascinate you someday. I'm talking on the phone. and I need to get another cup of coffee, and it's lunch, and I have an espresso. I'm Samantha Graves, and I'm like it's always the D-Block. Want to win some great prizes? Yes, Sam, I do! It starts by my eyes and it moves to the back of my neck and it moves to the bottom of my spine. This week's question is from Hope in Indiana. She asks, where do you get the names for your characters? Are they named for people you know or a baby book? I, I'm assuming she's saying out of a baby book. Uh, uh, or out yeah. of a baby yeah. book. Uh, or uh, names you hear at the grocery store, or do they just pop into your head? Okay, wait, back up a minute. Yeah. <laughs> okay, people you know I get. Yeah. The baby book I get. Uh-huh. Names you hear at the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Hope. You know I love you, baby, but what? Names you hear at the... Do you hear a lot broccoli? of names like... 
broccoli. Broccoli? <laughs> been working out? Yeah, I can tell. Right, you so you ugly, later. ugly sticks get ugly when they hit by you. <laughs> Steal little things from the grocery store, like a piece of bubble gum, or sometimes we have a new notification service available on the website, uh, which will automatically email you with a brief description and a link to the nude podcast. <laughs> the nude? Did you say the nude podcast? <laughs> now we're gonna get loads okay. of people. They're gonna be like, I heard there was a nude podcast. No, no. Just for the record, there is no nudity involved in the podcast. <laughs> and even if there was, how would they know? Personal computer in case something came up. And I'd eat and I'd drink and I'd run and I'd sleep. This is actually an anti shout out to my to my cat Oliver, who woke us up the other night at three AM. And then I heard the squeak, squeak. Oh god, oh god, oh no. Not kidding, not kidding. So about that time, I, I flew off the bed, and I'm screaming, there's something on the bed, and my husband flew off his side, which must have freaked out Oliver, because he probably lost the mouse somewhere on the bed, or in the bedroom, or somewhere, so I ripped all the blankets And I want to uh, thank Oliver for finally catching and killing the mouse from last week, and then for eating half of it in the middle of my kitchen, before throwing it back up Oh God! in my kitchen. <laughs> Oh, God! Why did you share that with me? Okay, wait, I need to drink a little bit more now. When I get to work, I like to have a cup of coffee, because I like to have a coffee when I'm talking on the Duct tape is the official sponsor of the show, but don't worry, there's nothing kinky about it. Wait, 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 why would you presume that duct tape is kinky? Well... Is there do. anything sexy or nefarious? I mean, you could use duct tape to like tie people up. So there's nothing kinky or nefarious about the show. How's that? Is what that are better? you using your duct tape for? <laughs> so I'm fine, so I'm fine, so I'm fine. Except when I have to head on down to willrightforwine.com and give us some feedback. Damn it, we're looking for questions, <laughs> wine suggestions, general commentary on the show. Damn it, each month all eligible entries will go into a wine bucket. Damn it, at the end of each month we'll leave out of the bucket to win a fabulous prize. Damn it. <laughs> You know, so I mean, the thing with bread is that you really got to make a lot. And then, of course, there's like the super carby, goes right to your butt kind of thing. So, what doesn't go right to your butt? It does not. What doesn't? Everything does. So, you might as well. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure this wine is going right to my butt. I'm sure. We're nothing if not classy here. Like a piece of bubble gum, or sometimes I just yes. my so That's why I have this bath. <laughs> it's not me. It's the fact that I'm supporting four muses on one ass. <laughs> okay, wait. Describe the Okay, because it isn't just a. It's not just your little pool slide. We're talking a full-blown water park water slide. Like 70, 80 feet long, all windy and big and blue. Not only that, since there was no supporting structure, it was just laying on the side of the hill by the road. So you couldn't miss it, you know? My dad drags us out to see the slide. This slide was huge. I mean, up close, it was like six feet high and four feet wide, and it was just huge. Then my fiancé goes running by me and says, I'll be right back. I need to get my swimsuit. (laughs) And I'm like, what? There's no water at the top of the slide. There's no pool at the bottom of the slide. You can't go down it. And he says, oh, no problem. We've got it all figured out. Next thing I know, 
My dad is running the garden hose up to the top of the slide. My mom and I are standing at the bottom of the slide with this big blue plastic tarp stretched between us. That was the plan the two of them came up with. So, my fiancé starts coming down the slide. And at first, he's like, woohoo, having fun, everything is fine, he's going, he's liking it. And then, he starts picking up speed. I see a foot come up, and then a hand, and then he's yelling, whoa, whoa, and he's going faster and faster, and my mom and I are looking at each other with huge eyes, and we started to lift the tarp up like that was going to do any good, and he hit the straightaway and shot off the end of the slide like a freaking cannonball, completely missed the tarp, hit the dirt, and rolled 57 times to the bottom of the hill. (laughs) Hand to God. You know, he lands, he's not moving, and I figure he's dead, you know? My dad comes running down the hill, and he yells, that worked great! (laughs) I love that. It was so good. And Lonnie put the whole montage together by herself, and I'm sure it took her at least a day. (laughs) It took a while, but, you know, I just finished up that. I just finished working on something, and I've got, so I had a little, like, kind of between project time, and it was really, really fun. It was brilliant. It was fun to go back and listen to all of our stuff. And we are funny. So what's the final decision? I think we've given it away a couple of times already in the podcast. We're like, oh, we've got stuff planned for the future. Oops. Like there was a whole lot of tension about whether we'd be continuing. So what do you say, Sam? Are we continuing for another six months? Oh, sure. You talk me to it. All right. (laughs) Let me twist your arm. (laughs) All right. So we're in for another six months. Yay. Yay. All right. All right. Well, it's time for more wine. We're going to take, yeah, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Yay. Flynn Daly needs a drink. Under pressure from her father, she's agreed to move out of her South Boston neighborhood and run the inn left to her by her dead aunt. The problem? It's in the middle of upstate New York, where there's nature and bugs and no public transportation. The cute bartender keeps giving her attitude, and she's getting visits from her Aunt Esther, even though she's dead. Jake Tucker needs a break. He's sure that Esther Goodhouse was murdered, but he can't find any proof. If cozying up to Esther's niece gets him the information he needs, so be it. But once he gets close to Flynn, he decides that some investigations are more fun with a partner. Crazy in Love by Lonnie Diane Rich in stores October 1st. Thanks for coming back. I'm Lonnie Diane Rich. And I'm Samantha Graves. full <laughs> right for wine. Oh, crap. <laughs> We've already screwed it up. Oh, uh, whatever. Want to win some great prizes? Oh, sure. Oh, <laughs> it's better than the sharp stick in the eye. That's right. Head on down to willwriteforwine.com and give us some feedback. We're looking for questions, wine suggestions, or just general commentary on the show. Each month, all eligible entries will go into a wine bucket. At the end of the month, we'll pull a name out of the bucket to win a fabulous prize. You know what? That that whole line there just mm-hmm. feels like it's... a test of how drunk you are. <laughs> That's a because very eligible line. is not a sober word. I'm sorry. No. And, and bucket? <laughs> bucket, also. <laughs> Between eligible and bucket. bucket. I mean, those are two and buckets words. in there twice. It's so basically like the careful. walk the yellow line equivalent mm-hmm. of yeah. you know, sobriety <laughs> test. I'll drink. You go on with your stuff. Okay. For <laughs> September... 
We are giving away <laughs> two signed books. The Comeback Kiss by Lonnie mm-hmm. Diane Rich and Unmasked by C.J. Barry. And that's me. Right. All you have to do to enter is send us email at feedback at willwriteforwine.com or comment on the website. We will mm-hmm. announce the September winner on our first October show. So send in your comments and suggestions now. <laughs> suggestions is another one, apparently. That's a little tough when you've been drinking. Send us your comments and suggestions now. <laughs> Did it sound that bad? Was it that bad? No, no, no. You didn't sound that bad. I'm saying when it's my line, that's when I screw up. Anyway, okay. up next we have the dun 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 Dude, that was so good. Are we listening to the same show? Okay. I don't know. I, yeah. I'm screwing everything up, but then again, I love my flaws. That's right. So, there we go. How'd you do this week? I actually finished round one of the line edits. Oh, fabulous. 375 pages. Woohoo! Yeah, so tomorrow I tackle the harder, you know, the, the more the revision-y things, you know. Yeah, this was just kind things. of like the commas and, right. the, you know, the easy mm-hmm, stuff. But it's still mm-hmm. just a lot of pages to go through. Right, so, exactly. So mm-hmm. I got that done. And then uh, in the next week, I will handle the hard stuff. And then I'll give it a little bit of break, and then I will read it through one more time before mm-hmm. I send it back. Oh, my God. That's such a good book. Can I have it after you've done this? <laughs> I want to read you it know, again. I really enjoyed this book, too. And I've and I forgotten, mm-hmm. you know, because I'd been, I I purposely stepped away from it for a while because I think right. you need mm-hmm. to sometimes. You do. You absolutely do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'm reading it. I'm like, you know what? I really liked this book. I it's really did. Book. It was a lot of fun. So you guys, very happy. I'm telling you, next August, Out of Time <laughs> by Samantha Braves. Fabulous freaking book. Thank you. Well, so as you do? for me, well, I wrote um, 15 pages of new scenes for my latest proposal. Yeah. Um, and I rewrote the synopsis, and I sent oh, it off to my agent. That's hard. Synopsis, so, yeah, tough, I know. tough, synopsis, tough, tough. Oh, gosh. And I am yeah. the worst synopsis writer uh, You know, it's not, it's not easy for anybody. It, no matter suck. how many times you've done yeah. it. I mean, I've probably written, I don't know, 10 synopsis now. Right. Uh-huh. It's still hard. Every I time know. you go to do it, you feel like it's the first time again. I know. It's really, it's the hardest part. Is it writing is. synopsis. And my synopsis is always, because it's always for a book that I haven't finished yet. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know where the end is going to come. And I always write these cheesy, <laughs> trite endings for it. Luckily, all editors know. I think they do. That the synopsis is just a general guideline. Right. <laughs> like, it's definitely not the actual roadmap for the mm-hmm. book. Thankfully, <laughs> they all know. Thank God. But anyway, so I did that this week and I That's felt really awesome. good. And I edited a montage. So I'm really good. Yay. I'm doing good. Thank you very much. And it was fabulous. Thank you. <laughs> and now it's time for this week's Random Etc., where we do whatever we Yay. feel like because it's our show. Mm-hmm. In honor of our favorite stuff from the show, we're going to do our favorite Random Etc., which is the killer, the killer word. word. We Yay. love doing this. I love this one. We're such this geeky writers. You know, we're like, it's the word. <laughs> okay. So are you ready for my word? Okay. You I'm ready. ready. Yeah. Okay. Chardonnay. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> an ordinary Chardonnay. <laughs> no, okay. Mine is actually... <laughs> okay, now I've got to say it. Rue. Rue? Rue. What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that is not a word. You're making that up. 
All right, R H U A Y. Nah. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks for playing. <laughs> and okay, go ahead and define it. <laughs> it's a really short through way. <laughs> Got the T, the H, and the W, and there you go. You got a Rouet. <laughs> Very good, but no. Uh, no. I'm sorry. Mm. It is Rouet is R-O-U-E. How rude is that for me to pick that kind of a word? Oh, yeah. <laughs> word that's 75% vowels. <laughs> oh, gosh. And it means a man devoted to a life of sensual pleasure, a debauch. She, I don't know what that is. Debauchery? Debauchery. It's something. Debauch. Debauchery. I don't know. It's ah, related to that. Really? Debauchery. A rake. Cool. A rake. A rue. So I like, like that. It's kind of cool. I it think it's. I think it's cool. the sort of word that they might use in like a regency. Because you know how they're so big yeah. on rakes. They love rakes, man. Rogues and rakes are like oh, everything yeah. in this. Mm-hmm. You know, but now they've got a new one. Rogues, rakes, and rues. Rues. <laughs> That is cool. It is. It's kind of interesting. Isn't it? Yeah, I like I it. Liked it. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Okay, so now, oh gosh, now what's yours? <laughs> I'm gonna screw it up so bad. Mine is foo for fara. Oh, for goodness' sake! <laughs> foo fara, foo fara, foo fara, foo fara, foo fara. F O O F E R A. Pufra. All right. <laughs> Not even close. And it is a hairstyle slightly related to the bouffant, <laughs> but not quite as bouffanty. <laughs> I like that. That's good. Thank you. I came up with that all on my own. What is a fufara, my darling? And, right, and how spelled, do you spell it? It's spelled F O O F A R A W. Oh goodness! Yeah, and it okay. is a fuss over a matter of little importance. I this love a that big fufara. A big fufara. <laughs> I love that word. Isn't it awesome? I just fell in love with that word. The sound you're hearing is me falling in love with that word. A fufara. A big foo-for-ah. Yeah. Okay, you know what? Over nothing. Yeah. <laughs> In your next book, you use Rue, I'll use foo-for-ah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you even imagine? No. I mean, these obscure <laughs> words that we find Only unaware. You know, I want you guys Ray. to send us in killer words. <laughs> oh, oh, that would be fun. And then Wouldn't we try to figure them out. Oh, if my you guys, God. We, yeah, well, you'd have to spell them for us. But then just send us in the word and then we'll try to define them. <laughs> and we can't cheat. We won't cheat. We promise. Of course not. We because are the height yeah. of integrity. <laughs> Here at Will Wright for Wine. That's another one, too. That's another sobriety test. Please. Will Wright for Wine. Mowage. 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 All right. <laughs> anyway, that takes care of this week's random, et cetera. And obviously, we need to refill because we haven't had enough. And we haven't taken up enough of your time. So we'll be right back. <laughs> Well, the show's almost over, and I'm sure you're really sad about that. But now you don't have to wait another week to hear from 
Sam and Lonnie because we've got websites open 24-7 and ready when you are. Morning, noon, or night. For Lonnie, be sure to stop by the newly redesigned LonnieDianeRich.com where Lonnie's latest books and news will be regularly updated. Right, Lonnie? Also, don't forget to drop by dogsandgoddesses.com, where Lonnie is collaborating live on the web with New York Times bestsellers Jennifer Cruzy and Ann Stewart. It's like a reality show with writers, which is really much more interesting than it sounds. So check it out. For more information on Sam, click your way on over to samanthagraves.com for her latest news and giveaways. I think she's better about updating. Yeah, that's right. There are also links to her blog her MySpace page, and the website for her alter ego, C.J. Barry, author of award-winning futuristic romances. And don't forget to stop by at willwriteforwine.com for links to our joint MySpace page, our cafe press store, and all the cool things we talk about during the show. By the time you're done with all that, we'll be back in a new podcast next week. Everybody plays and everybody wins. Screw-ups are now in the e-block as well as the D. (laughs) All right, go ahead and get started. All right. Well, it's it's time for last call here. We'll write for wine. (laughs) Thanks for hanging out with us for this last six months. Thanks for putting up with us for this last six months. It's been such a great time. We look forward to you putting up with us for another six months. Another six months. (laughs) (laughs) That means keep sending those wine suggestions to us. At feedback at wine.com. I'm sorry, we just had like the, we just screwed up the last segment. It was so funny. I wanted to keep it. <laughs> no, I wouldn't let her. I stopped it because I screwed up. Anyway, keep sending in those wine suggestions to us at feedback at wine.com or in the comments on the website. <laughs> Send good wine suggestions to Sam. Me. <laughs> Send cheap wine suggestions to me. This is, this I is changed a lot my funnier. script, but I changed it the wrong way. You did? <laughs> <laughs> we just redid this so block so trying to get did. this right. Oh, God. All right. Oh, We're going. Oh, man. This six <sighs> also, months has just been, yes. Let's go. Don't miss our cool <laughs> cafe press store where yes. you can get all sorts of fun Will Write for Wine merchandise. Be the coolest cat on your block Will with a Will Write for Wine shirt or apron or hat. And now we have mouse pads and journals oh, yes. and journals where you can keep There's your wine notes stuff. in and you everything. Keep your really notes cool in stuff. it. I know. Yeah, it's I know. Mm-hmm. The link can be found on the right-hand column of the website at willwriteforwine.com. Right. And don't forget to vote for us at Podcast Alley. You guys have been doing fabulous this month. Oh, we my have God. gotten up to, like, number 77. I know. Which I is more, I, I mean, I want to get into the top 10. was like, mm-hmm. oh, 73, I think. Yeah, it was I our highest. Yeah. Right, exactly. And, I, I, you know, I mean, and I and the offer still stands. If you guys mm-hmm. vote us into the top 10 at Podcast Alley, <laughs> I'm drinking booze in a box. I will do it. So uh, your votes count new every month. So if you voted in, wait a minute, where did I get August. this? If you voted in July. <laughs> or August. You can vote again. Or yeah. August. Mm-hmm. Or, or, no, it is September now. Yeah. <laughs> And you can review us at iTunes. Yeah, man, they like us I am too. sucking bad and tonight, and I just want this up. to be a lesson to everybody <laughs> who thinks that they're bad at anything. If I can get out here and do this podcast and suck this bad every week, you can do whatever it is that you're scared to do it. That's right. <laughs> so That's let this right. be an inspiration to you. <laughs> <laughs> and we 
moved up a row on the second page on we did. iTunes. On the second page on iTunes Arts Literature yeah. featured podcasts. We are on this we moved up a line. So it's we very did. exciting here at Wolf Ray for Wine. We got yes. all a titter. Okay. Oh. <laughs> all a titter or all a Twitter? Oh, is it Twitter or Titter? <laughs> <laughs> this is such a bad show. We're screwing this up so bad. Okay, you know, in the FCC, we might actually get thrown out for that one. Oh, the FCC doesn't care about podcasts. We can they say don't? whatever we oh, want. No, okay. people well, curse I all apologize over the place. to anybody out there who was <laughs> is offended by all of Titter. <laughs> this is the longest one. I guarantee you, this is the longest show we've ever done. And we will promise <laughs> next week it will be shorter. We promise. Okay. We swear. You can also spread the word by blogging <laughs> about us. Aren't you guys glad we're sticking around for another six months? <laughs> oh my God. Tears so are like running down my face. All right. We're so bad. Mention us on your website and send and send us a link to your page and we'll put you in a special drawing for a very special prize. A character in Lonnie's next book named for you. Right. And you've only got a couple more weeks to get in on this action. So, you know, get moving, people. You might get a character in my book named after you. Yay! Oh, anyway, right. you got one more oh, week to get me. in on that. And remember, every email you send us gets you an entry in this month's giveaway. So send them on in. Yes. And next week's show are you is... Okay? <laughs> <I'm all right. laughs> I heard someone hit the microphone. So well, are you okay? I was, it was either that or electrocute myself because I'm crying and this is going into my mic. <laughs> So I sad. love the show, but I'm not going to die on this show. This is the okay. saddest <laughs> e-block we've ever done. Usually it's the d-block we screw up this bad. I know. It's really oh, bad. Man. Okay. Next week's show. Oh, Got to help you all. Writing, oh, writing improv. improv. Yeah. Building a scene. <laughs> so we really need your help. And we promise yes. this time, no no fighting. We, we will, won't argue. We'll play nice. Yes. Okay. We will completely focus on story. Yes. And we will not. We will not be nice to each other. That's right. Because that was what caused the problem last time. <laughs> anyway, for next week's show, we need you guys to give us the elements that we're going to work with for the scene. Yes. Send us your suggestions to improv, I-M-P-R-O-V, at willwriteforwine.com. We need mm -hmm. the following. Genre of the story. Mm -hmm. uh, name for character A. Mm -hmm. Name for character B. Mm -hmm. And a setting slash location. And we'll take it from there. Right. Send the suggestions in, people. <laughs> suggestions is also a sobriety word. We got to pull that one out. <laughs> I know. We need you. Please send them in. And yes. everybody. Oh, wow. I haven't asked Kate yet. So I'm going to have to ask her again. <laughs> She'll take those suggestions. This time, us. ask her before we load the show up. Before we load the show up. I promise I will. <laughs> we love she you, listens Kate. to the show and says, hey, I guess I'm supposed to be doing this, Anne Breed, this week. <laughs> All right. So until next time, this is Sam. And this is Lonnie saying, if you can't write for money, then write for why. <laughs> That's the first time I get to say that. I know. I thought we should swap that around. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Good night. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Will 
Drive for Wine is brought to you each week by Lonnie Diane Rich and Samantha Graves. Be sure to hit the website at willwriteforwine.com where you can find great links to everything in the show, news about what the girls are up to, and links to great cafe press merchandise like t-shirts, hats, and mugs. I like the apron myself. Also, don't forget to friend them on MySpace at myspace.com slash wine. Music provided by the good folks at the Podsafe Music Network, music.podshow.com. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please tell your friends. And go vote for Lonnie and Sam at Podcast Alley or write a glowing review at iTunes. Remember, there's good karma out there. Vote for them at Podcast Alley. Come back next time as Johnny Depp's soulmate. Or perhaps Colin first. Mmm. Ring any bells? Or, you know, the, the soulmate, whoever does it for you. You get the point. Anyway, thanks for joining us. And we'll see you next time right here on Will Write for Wine. So when I get up, I just have one cup of coffee and I like to have another cup of coffee with my breakfast. And on the way to work, I'll...